Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast, episode number 81, and I'm so glad you are with us today. And I want to go to the book of Psalms, Psalm number 71, Psalm number 71. And I want to talk to you a little bit today about serving God in every stage of your life. Serving God in every stage of your life. Here's what the psalmist said in Psalm 71. I want to pick out just four verses and uh, give a few thoughts on it today. Psalm 71, verse 5, For thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. Verse 6, By thee have I been holding up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually of thee. And then in verse 17 of the same passage, Psalm 71, O God, thou hast taught me from my youth, and hitherto have I declared thy wondrous works. Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to every one that is to come. Now, this psalmist in Psalm 71, it's been, uh, there's not really, an, who, who wrote it is not real, um, there's not a real surety about that. Uh, some believe that it might have been Jeremiah that wrote it. Some believe it might have been David that wrote it. But whoever this psalmist was, he had the right perspective of life. He had a godly perspective of life. He had a good perspective of life. Because his outlook was this, that that both young and old uh, can look at this psalm and and learn from it and relate to it and benefit from it. Now, we know he's writing as an older man because he says there in verse number 17, Now also when I am old and gray-headed. Now I'm old. And so he's reminiscent of his childhood. Boy, I like to do that. I like to go back to my, in my mind to my grandparents' house, and I, and, and I love to reminisce about memories and things that took place in my childhood. And uh, some of my greatest memories are in the house of God. Some of my greatest memories are at youth camps and revivals and camp meetings where I saw God work in a mighty way. And then I love looking back over my ministry. I've been in full-time ministry since I was 19 years of age. I'm 47 now. I'm not an old man, uh, but that's 28 years of full-time ministry. And I love uh, looking back over my life and, and seeing uh, what God has done and what God has brought me from and what God has brought me through. And uh, here's what he said as he reminisces about his childhood. He said, Oh God, thou hast taught me from my youth. And this fella is able to speak of consistency in his life. He's able to speak of faithfulness throughout his life. Because he said, Hitherto, up till now, have I declared thy wondrous works. Man, what a blessing that is. Wouldn't that be a good thing to be able to get down to the end of your journey and, and be able to look back on your life and see that, that you'd declared the works of God and, 
and that that you took the teachings of your youth and and allowed it to to form consistency and faithfulness in your life. But here's what I want to consider today. I want you to look at this today with me. He in this text he gives the purpose of life and he talks about the stages of life. Uh, this aged writer was thinking of his past, but he was also thinking of his present, and he was also thinking of his future, his prospect. I love that. He's he's not just uh, dwelling on his past. He's not just dwelling on his present, but he's thinking about his prospect. In verses number 20 through 24, he talks about uh, a glorious resurrection that's going to come. He said, God's going to bring me out of the depths of the earth. He talks about a glorious reign with God. He said, you're going to increase my greatness and comfort me on every side in verse 21. And then he talks about a glorious response to God. He said, my lips will greatly rejoice. Uh, My tongue is going to talk of your righteousness in verse 24. He said, I'm going to sing with the harp. He said, my life is going to be filled with melody and my lips are going to be filled with the message. Well, we can look to our past and our present, but also to our future. And it doesn't matter what stage of life uh, we find ourselves in. And so from his youth until the time of this writing of this text, he had sought to verbally acknowledge God's goodness and God's acts in his life. It had been the purpose of his life that he was to give God praise and tell others about God's greatness. And as the psalmist thought about the future, he said, Lord, I want you to help me. He said, I want, God, he said, I want you to help me that I might show your strength to this generation and your power to everyone that is to come. See, I love the fact that his purpose for the future was the same in his old age as it had been in his youth. He wanted to serve God in the latter years, just as he had done in his early years. Especially, he wanted to inform a coming generation of God's greatness and power. Now, here's what I want to say today, and this is the thought, and I want to give it to you. Uh, we need that kind of singleness of purpose in our, in our life, in our daily life. And, and it's for all age groups. I grow weary sometimes uh, when I look at how selfish the selfish habits and the sinful habits among God's people. I don't want to ball us out right here. I don't want to I don't want to get mean and ugly, but I really get weary sometimes of how we can be so selfish and so sinful as God's people. One wrong thought, extremely wrong thought process is how Each stage of life seems sometimes to belittle or demean the other stages of life. And it's just just common to man. I mean, we we have to fight that. I mean, let me give you an idea. It's like this. People will say, well, the youth are too young to serve. And then there will be others say, well, they're just too old to serve. And then the middle-aged people say, well, we're just too busy to serve. (laughs) Let, all right, let's think on that again. The youth are too old, uh, young to serve. The old or the elderly are too old to serve, and the middle aged say they're too busy to serve. Well, that knocks out all the servants. And while the youth are over here saying, "Well, they don't think I can serve God because I'm only 16, 17, 15, 12. 
So I'm just going to, you know, do my thing until I get older. And then you've got the elderly over here that feel like they're forgotten and, and, and washed up and, and, and they're not important to the church ministry anymore. And, well, I guess we'll just let the young people do it now. I guess we'll just let. And then you got the middle-aged folk that are busy with work, busy with hobbies, busy with uh, college education accounts for their children and, and, and worrying about whether or not they're going to get junior to ball practice and sissy to cheerleading practice. And, and so you've got the young who feel they're too young to serve. You've got the elderly who feel they're too old to serve. And you've got the middle-aged folk making excuses of why they're too busy to serve. And all the while, the ministry is going undone. Now, I got why do we believe those lies? And if we believe those lies, who is going to serve? So whether we're young or whether we're old, we all need to understand that we share in the responsibility and privilege of telling others about Christ and seeking to influence them in a godly direction. I mean, how are the sinners going to hear if none of the stages of life are telling them? Well, I'm too young to go on so winning. I'm too old to go on so winning. I'm too busy to go on so winning. So nobody goes so winning. I'm too young to show up for a work day. I'm too old to show up for a work day. I'm too busy to show up for a work day. And nobody shows up for the work day. Do you understand what I'm saying? How are we going to do the work of God if each stage of life has its own excuse? And we can see in our text that this man, this faithful servant, he found purpose in every stage of life. What a lesson. What an important lesson for all of us to learn. Whether we are in our Christian, wherever we are in our Christian journey, there's a work for us to do. And it's an important that young people serve the Lord in their youth, and it's equally important for those who have graduated into adulthood to continue with their spiritual growth and purpose, but it is also equally important for those that are in the final stages of their life to still have a vision for the work of God and to be a part of it. God's never going to forsake us. God's going to strengthen us for the work, and it doesn't matter what stage of life you find yourself in. I read a story, and I want to end with this. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. There was a, a man by the name of John Reed. He was a pastor uh, in Sydney, Australia. And he was preaching uh, there in the, uh, in the uh, church there in Sydney, Australia. And one Sunday, this lady, 75 years of age, her name was Ethel Hatfield. And Ethel Hatfield got saved at the age of 75. And she had attended that church for, for, for years, but for some reason, uh, she had not gotten born again. She had religion, but she didn't have a relationship. But that message got a hold of her heart, and she got saved that day. Well, she came by the church the next day and, and met with the pastor. She met with Pastor John Reed. And she said, Pastor, she said, I got saved yesterday, and she said, I I could hardly sleep last night because I was so excited about what happened. And she said, I want to do something to serve God with the few years that I have left. And, and Pastor Reed said, well, I'll be glad. Let's see what we can do. She said, well, I was wondering if you thought I might be able to start helping teach a Sunday school class. And the preacher looked at her, 75 years of age, white-haired, and he just couldn't picture her, you know, in a in a, in a, in a group with rambunctious five, six, eight, ten-year-old children. And he said, well, right now we don't have an opening in our Sunday school. 
Well, she got sad. And here he said, I know you mean, he said this to her. He said, I know you mean business. And he said, I don't know what kind of service God may have for you, but let's just pray about it and, and pray that God will reveal his will for your life. The very next day, the story goes that Ethel Hatfield was outside in her yard working on her rose bushes. And there was this Chinese student from Taiwan that walked by. He stopped there on the sidewalk and complimented her roses, and they began to talk. And, and she said, you know, this fellow seems decent. I'm going to invite him in for, for a glass of tea. And so she did, and she told him her testimony, told about how she had gotten saved. He found it interesting. And, uh, and he said, do you mind if I come back and talk with you some more? She said, yeah. She said, come on back and bring a friend the next time you come. So the next time he came by, he brought a friend, and she began to share what God had done in her life. And the next time, those two brought another one and brought another one and brought another one. And the story goes that in two weeks' time, Miss Ethel Hatfield, who had been saved only two weeks but wanted to do something for God, was leading a Bible study of 70 Chinese students in attendance. And she led a lot of them to the Lord personally. And uh, that which seemed to, to a hindrance to her of serving the Lord her age, actually God turned that into the key to reaching a group of people who would respect her old age. Well, here's what happened. This was years ago. In 1993, there's a story of a young man named Jonah. Jonah was a Chinese evangelist, 73 years old. In 1993, this was in the Global Prayer Digest, the story of Jonah, 73-year-old Chinese evangelist who, since 1976, had been traveling all over the People's Republic, spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. And Jonah was 73 years of age, and his days were full, and his energy was just unfailing. And he would ride a bicycle sometimes for nine hours, the story goes, and spend hours on a on a on a train and and bumpy bus rides bringing the gospel of jesus to people in remote villages in china and here's what i found out and i read that he had a church with over with over five thousand members uh he would preach to young soldiers he would preach in remote villages his schedule was grueling and somebody asked him Brother Jonah, why are you serving God at 73 years of age with such rigor and such uh, force and, and you're not taking any time to rest? And here's what the old preacher said. He said, rest is for the next world. And you know what? All of that started, all those souls being saved in China started with a little 75-year-old lady that went to her pastor and said, I want to do something for God. And she just started serving the Lord. God's way for us to grow old is for us to develop a walk with Him right now. And it doesn't matter whether you're in the youth stage or whether you're in the elderly stage or whether you're in the middle stage of life. Stop making the excuse, I'm too young to serve. Stop making the excuse, I'm too old to serve. Stop making the excuse, I'm too busy to serve. Because if all of us buy into those excuses, none will serve. What a lesson today. What a lesson today. How that helped my heart. I hope it helped yours. Now listen, let's go out today and be salt and light in this world. 
Let's go out today and purify and illuminate. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. Let's get busy being a witness for God. Stop making excuses. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too busy. And let's go out and serve the Lord today. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to live my life salt and earth, uh, salt in the earth, and I'm going to live my life light of the world. Don't miss the next podcast of Treasures of Truth. God bless you.